0: Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Slated Crusaders, welcome back to Road to Midterms. If you're watching this on the TV right now, this is our Politics by Faith segment that we end every show with. That's the name of our podcast, Politics by Faith So this is an abbreviated version of the podcast that we do, where we take a story that's causing anxiety, and we add some historical perspective and biblical peace to make the anxiety go away. So we do a podcast where we go into more detail with all of this stuff. If you're listening to this on the podcast, and it sounds different, uh, I got a different microphone, right? And it's because this is the, the last segment of the TV show that we do, Road to Midterms. So Wherever you are, thank you for being here and and listening and or watching. The kids are not voting. Democrats are worried. Biden's approval rating among 18 to 30 year olds, which should be high, you'd think, right? The kids like Democrats, right? Low 30s. Yes, they voted for Biden by a 25 point margin over Donald Trump, but that's because the kids hated Trump. Not because they loved Biden, turns out not even because they loved the Democrats. Politico wrote a long article about Gen Z. For our purposes here, we'll call that 18 to 30 year olds. And how the article is about how Democrats need to speak to Gen Z, right? Talk to them about the issues that most affect them, that they're most passionate about, like global warming and mental health and student debt, things like that. And you've got to engage. With the youth vote, Democrats, you got to engage with them. You got to you got to meet them where they are. You got to pull up a chair and sit backwards in it. You know, let them know how cool you are and hip and with it. And you got to use TikTok, right? Maybe put your baseball cap on backwards, talk in slang, and the whole article is about how there's there's this sage pollster from Harvard who knows the Gen Z voter more than anyone in the country. And I'd argue he's all wrong, right? About about what young people are looking for, right? He has this whole list about what young people, oh, young people want to hear more about global warming and they want to be hear this and that. It's like, no, no, no. What everyone's looking for is the truth. They may say that they want someone who can like totally relate to the man, but they just want what everyone wants. They just want the truth. A life changing, worldview-altering line of scripture for me was Jeremiah 6.16. Stand at the crossroads. Are we at a crossroads, you'd say? Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. I love the visual there. You're at a crossroads. and it doesn't say just like, like just barrel through. It's like stand, look, observe, ask, where's the ancient path? Where's the good way? The ancient path. Young people, especially look for the new path, the exciting, ooh, the progressive path. because for them, new equals better. Just by definition, new equals better. But that's not true. Give me an example. One progressive idea is that we need safe spaces for people of different races. Right? We need a safe space for Black people. They can go and they can feel safe. And we need on colleges. We need Black only dorm rooms and Black only dining halls and and Black only graduation ceremonies and Black only universities and Black only water fountains. And but bo- oh wait, no, not I guess not that last one. But gee, that sounds a lot like segregation, doesn't it? So this path of progress that they think they're taking us on, where has it led us? It's led us backwards. There's a great line from Calvin Coolidge on the 150th anniversary of the the Declaration of Independence. And he says, there's certain things that are just final and you can't progress from them, right? So the idea that all men are created equal, that's final. You can't, there's no progress. All men are created equal, period, that's the end. If you think you're progressing, you're going backwards. You're going backwards to a time when men were not created equal, or you don't think men are created equal, right? There are certain truths that are just final, and you can't progress past them. If you do, you're going backwards. And that, if I may, is where many progressives are leading us today. Backwards. Oh, but kids, they they uh, the kids love the new and the shiny and the exciting. I'm not so sure. I think that's what old people think kids want. You know, the idea of a teenager, it's a new concept It came around after World War II. And this was right after World War II was the beginning of youth culture, very beginning of it, where marketers wanted to sell whatever they were selling directly to kids. They wanted to appeal right to kids. Advertising used to appeal to adults, but now all advertising is either directed to kids or very childish advertisements, even the advertisements to adults are kid-like you look at magazine ads from the fifties versus advertisements today, it's completely different in every way. The idea of adolescence is a new concept This in between of childhood and adulthood. It used to be you just turned 12 or whatever and you're an adult and now it's, well, you're 13 and now you're in adolescence until you're 25 or whatever. And so that childhood is getting, or adolescence, is getting longer and longer and longer, delaying adulthood as long as possible until sometimes it's too late entirely. And teenagers, we think, love change. Oh, hope and change. Some even call it a revolution. Chairman Mao in China, he loved the kids, loved them. He defined the enemy as the four olds. Old thoughts, old culture, old customs, and old habits. He he wasn't looking for the ancient paths. (laughs) He wanted to destroy all the olds. He wanted a revolution away from those ancient paths. So who did he recruit? Not the old people, the kids. It was the kids who led the anti-campaign in the 50s. It was the youth who embraced the Great Leap Forward, which killed only about 30 million people. It was the youth who had the energy, but they sure didn't have the wisdom. But that's okay, they didn't need that. For Mao, youthful naivete and ignorance were positive virtues. And his advisors agreed. One of his advisors said, we must liberate the little devils. We need more monkeys to disrupt the palace. That's what we got going on today, too, isn't it? So they pushed the, the, the youth of China, pushed the communist messaging in university. They're called the Red Guard. They attacked their teachers, took over the classrooms. We see the same thing happening today. So this is from the foremost book on this. It's called The Cultural Revolution of People's History 1966 1962-1976. That was where that last uh, quote was from as well. Uh, here's what the author says. Freed from the shackles of the customary Chinese respect for age and wisdom. Right? So that used to be the cultural value was we respect our elders. But freed from those shackles because of Mao's dictum, that rebellion was virtuous and chaos was better than order. They, the kids, rampaged through towns and cities. Their mission was to terrify people, no matter how vulnerable, and destroy those artifacts, no matter how precious, that they deemed to represent China's corrupt past. We see the same thing today, tearing down statues, all the rest. Callow means immature, youths, abused scholars who had a lifetime of learning and took hammers to smash the treasures of Chinese antiquity. That's what we're doing here as well. I say all this because I don't think we need to treat young people like like little children (laughs) and speak, speak to them about the issues that matter most to them. In fact, I think we need to watch out when people do treat younger people as anything other than adults because young people can be most easily manipulated for revolution. So if you're talking to younger people like they're a totally different species, you're up to no good. So how do we talk to them? Just like you talk to anyone else. Because they have jobs and buy gasoline and see how things are expensive and don't want to get shot in the head walking down the street. We're all the same. Young people, all people just want to hear the truth. Just want to hear about the ancient paths. You know, it turns out more millennials are going to church now than before the pandemic. Maybe that's a good sign. People are searching for truth. Why, why do people want the truth so badly? Well, we've been swimming in lies. People are cynical. They see right through it now, and they want the truth. But why? Why do we so desperately want it? Why do we need it? Well, the rest of that scripture—I didn't give you the end of it. Jeremiah 16:6. 6. It says, "Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is, and walk in it." And here's the rest. And you will find rest for your soul. That sage Harvard professor who knows all about Gen Z says you got to talk to the young people about mental health and anxiety. Okay. Well, you want to talk about mental health and anxiety? Everyone's so full of anxiety. What do we need to fix it? Politicians. <laughs> Politicians are going to fix the anxiety. Uh, more pills. The kids to take more pills. No. Maybe we need to start looking again at the ancient paths. Take it. Take it and you'll find treasure. Take it and you'll find everything you've ever wanted. Take it and you'll reach your dreams, your full potential. Yeah, something way better. You'll find rest for your souls. It's Politics by Faith. If you're on the TV right now, please go download the podcast. We do a lot of these. Hopefully you find some peace. By the end of them, give a subscribe, a five star review. We got to get to a thousand five star reviews to hit the big time. If you're listening on the podcast and come over and join us on the Tv show as well. And also it'd be great if you could leave a review. Appreciate you. See you again tomorrow.